Well, you can probably tell from the background noise, the waves lapping up on the shore, that I'm not in the studio to record this podcast. The podcast has been away for a lot of the summer due to work and things, but I thought I would do uh, a few recordings while I'm up here in Scotland. Yes, I'm back again. And I'm on the west coast of Skye this year, a bit different from last year when I was on the east coast, uh, near uh, Trottenish Ridge. I was just above the old man of Store. Uh, well, this time, this year, I'm on the opposite side, and staying in a place right next to the sea, right along the coast, and it's fantastic. Uh very, very peaceful. The weather has been a bit changeable, but so far, fingers crossed, it has remained pretty much dry. And it's a nice calm evening tonight, so calm that the midges have come out, although they've actually flown away. They seem to have got bored of me. But if you are into landscape photography, uh, this will be the place to come. In fact, I actually saw a photographer yesterday. I don't know whether he was checking out uh, before setting up his his gear i think he'd been photographic because i moved along the road and sort of like uh he was that deep in thought i decided not to uh sort of interrupt him but uh, he was looking at various different uh shots it was going to take one of the things i did notice today was the tables uh mcleod's tables are to the right of me, uh, just along the coast, which is quite nice because it's it puts them together. When you're right underneath them, you know you've got to photograph them uh, as a single mountain. But uh, from where I am, there's a, there's a good few viewpoints which brings them together in the frame, which is quite nice. So it's a it's a different viewpoint of the of the tables, McLeod's tables, which you can see quite nicely from Dunvegan, but they, uh, like I say, you're, you're kind of on top of them. But yes, the weather's not been too bad. It was a bit rainy to start off with when we came up, and uh, otherwise it's sort of managed to stay relatively dry. There's been a few showers and things, but hopefully if the weather stays like this, it should be another good year. I've been uh, out and about taking photos with the medium format gear and everything and even managed to pick myself up a decent camera bag for a tenner from a charity shop. It's amazing what you can find. A decent Nikon one. It's a nice size as well because it's a small size, just big enough for a camera and a lens, which is the kind of bag I've been after for a while but never quite picked up. I managed to get it for £10.00 virtual mint condition so it was great but uh, other than that I've been looking around unfortunately one of the things that I am looking to find is a tripod because I left my Bembo Trekker at home you always leave something don't you Uh, well unless you're really well organised unfortunately I was in a bit of a rush this year so it meant that I had to uh, pack the car quite quickly and while I was packing it, I left a trekker at home, which is a bit annoying. Anyway, hopefully I should be able to tr- pick something up second-hand. There's a great uh, second-hand spot on Sky called Breckish Buyers. 
and they have all sorts of bric-a-brac and things and last year I managed to get two uh, I managed to get two tripods I'm just looking around because the tide's coming in and uh, my feet nearly got wet got to be careful that I don't get stranded I'll move a bit further up um, and the weather's coming in as well but yes I managed to get two tripods there and I'm hoping that I might be able to pick another one up but if not I'll just have to uh, improvise as they say basically the the trekker should really stay in the car but you know you always forget something and of course there's the amount of gear that I'm carrying I've got two camera bags with me one with medium format gear and multimedia kit and another one with all of the other cameras you're bound to forget something in the long run and then of course there's stuff for the holiday as well Uh, little things can get put to one side the annoying thing is is I actually put the tripod out to be put in but you know if you rush you will leave these things behind so over the next few days I should be out and about taking some more pictures I'm trying for a slightly different angle this year I have missed one or two due to a a rather annoying uh, set of incidences the uh, batteries were a bit low powered in my Bronica which caused a few issues managed to sort that out and also I noticed a rather annoying thing with the iPhone in that uh, of course you move you know, uh, your finger across to change the setting you know, pano, square uh, a regular full frame setting and everything and when I've been putting it away in my pocket I obviously must be touching the screen and moving it across some of the images have uh, being square when I prefer shooting them full frame and then I can edit them you know uh, frame them the way that I want if I'm putting them on Instagram or something like that but I just have to make sure that I am a bit more careful but yes it's a very nice night the midges have managed to clear off and there's just the, the lapping of the waves quietly coming in it wasn't like this when I arrived when I arrived it was quite rough down here there'd be spray and all sorts so the weather conditions can change quite quickly but fingers crossed it's not looking too bad but it looks as though there's a shower coming in now so I will sign off now and there will be another recording a little bit later on I'm on a bit of a walk today because the weather's rather nice and I'm on the Kwairang where I had my uh, little tumble last year so I'm being extra careful. This is the first day really when uh, I can get out and about walking without any worry of getting wet. The last few days have been uh, a bit showery. There's been some really nice sunny spells but there's also been some quite heavy downpours. But today it's blue skies, white fluffy clouds and a bit of sun which is good and it's brought the people out because the Kwairang car park was completely full so I had to park about half a mile a bit further down so a bit further to walk but um, otherwise not too bad and everybody's nice and friendly and saying hello I think everybody's relieved with the weather um, yes, I am just going to make my way down this track a little bit further and then 
start heading back. I always seem as though I choose the most difficult route when it comes to uh, climbing these places. If there's an easy path and there's a difficult path, I always choose a difficult path for some reason. Like just now, I'm just making my way down a set of rather muddy steps very carefully. There we go. I'm back down in one piece. So I'm just going to head down here a bit further. I believe if you carry on down this track, it takes you to the north coast, somewhere near where the Flora McDonald Hotel is. Uh, but I won't be going that far, not today at least. I always like leaving little bits of the track to do. Likewise, you can actually walk to the top of the choirang as well, and a few people have. I can actually see two people now having a good walk along. Uh, but I think I'm going to leave that for another year. I always like leaving little things um, to do in places rather than saying, oh, well, I've done that, sort of scratching it off. Because it does look quite an impressive walk up there. But not today, I don't think. Not today. So, I think I will reach this point here. With an absolutely brilliant view. You can probably hear the wind blowing now. And I will start and head back to the car. And I will have had a really good walk. And it will have ease my ankles in a bit. Ready for the store, the old man of store walk, which I'll do this, do this week. So hopefully I should be able to get back to the car in one piece this time. Wish me luck. So I made it off the choir rang in one piece and uh, that was a Saturday. Today is the Tuesday of the second week so I've got about four or five days left before I go home, well, about four days actually, it's not that long. And uh, the weather's improved a lot. It's a glorious, peaceful night. A few midges about, but if you keep on moving and you stay out of, uh, well, uh, vegetated areas, uh, away from the bracken and things, they don't seem as though they bother you that much. But the wind has dropped. This morning I was at Nice Point. Uh, taking some photos there and it was a lot cloudier than this and the clouds just cleared out during the afternoon but while I was at Nice Point I did notice something very interesting which is one of the uh, cliffs that I used to use that, that I well, last used in 2013 as uh, a viewpoint for getting some shots had completely gone uh, vanished wasn't there anymore um Obviously, storms or, I would imagine, you know, just general adverse weather conditions during the winter had taken their toll and it had uh, completely gone. So that shot, you probably still could actually get it because there's still a little bit of the cliff left. But you'd have to, uh, yeah, you'd have to scale it and it would be tricky and it would be a lot more dangerous than it was before so that was quite a surprise the landscape changing it shouldn't really we kind of rec uh, refer to 
the coast as the coastline, but of course this line has always been drawn. In fact, it isn't really a line at all, is it? It's continually moving and there's no sort of marker or anything like that. Places that are here one minute are, are gone the next. I mean, you only got to see some of my shots from uh, Norfolk to realise that, where the World War II emplacements are firmly emplaced on the beach, whereas uh, when, when they were built, of course, they were built upon the clifftop. But, um, yes, it was sad to see that, but that is the coast. But over the week, it's been uh, pretty good. I've managed to pick up a couple of bargains. I managed to get a cheap I Am Protective Nikon camera bag for a tenner uh, from a charity shop. Hardly ever been used, if it has been used. And the other thing was um, an F80 film camera, Nikon F80, for £5 uh, at a -a bric-a-brac spot. Uh, they've got two now, they've got two places, there's one in Broadford and then there's another one at Breckish. Now Breckish is the one that I got my tripods from last year. Uh, but I didn't see anything in there this year, but I did see the F80 on the Saturday that I came up. And I sort of had to think about it for a few days. And then last week, uh, shortly, the day after actually, I recorded the, the start of this podcast... Um, I went back and it was still there and I managed to get it for a fiver and it looks a good little camera again it's not being used that much and uh, film cameras tend to be a lot cheaper now than they used to be because no one really wants them apart from enthusiasts so uh, you know what is uh, it's a good way of picking up a decent film camera these days if you have a look around bric-a-brac shops because sometimes you can be really surprised I mean the F80 is uh, is a what they call a prosumer um, camera it was below the F100 which is basically a stripped down smaller version of the F5 from what I've read online which, um, yes, means that you're getting a lot of camera for £5 in the F80. The only thing I've got to be careful of is it isn't weather-sealed, and the, you know, and the construction isn't quite uh, as rugged as you know a lot of the professional cameras are. But as a knockabout um, camera, it's nice and light, takes a good shot, I hope. Um, this is the second film I'm putting through it, but the shutter seems as though it's it's okay. Even the batteries were fully charged. Uh, there's a couple of lithium batteries in there, and they had a full charge in them. So um, I don't know. Maybe someone bought it, or and they didn't like it, or there's all sorts of ways that it could end up there. But it's a jolly good camera, which is the main thing. So I've been having a bash around with that, and tonight I'm out having a walk down along the coast, which you can, maybe you can hear in the background, with uh, the Bronica. I've just got the film cameras. I have got an iPhone on me, but I haven't used it, and I don't intend using it. It's just nice every now and again to get out with a film camera that doesn't have that immediacy that... Um, doesn't have that immediacy that f- digital does. You see people 
shooting images and then they uh, yeah they stare at the back don't they for ages and ages and ages and then they kind of like take another shot and it kind of like ruins the I don't know it ruins the experience to a certain extent I always think that they're, they're two different disciplines um, you've only got so many shots I mean with the Bronica that I've got the SQA I I've got 12. Um, with my digital camera, with the card that's in that, I can shoot, you know, three, four hundred images. Um, and I always like to think that film gives you a bit of discipline. I probably mentioned this on the podcast before, but I'll mention it again, because I honestly do believe that. I do think that if you take it down to its nitty-gritty, film is about getting the shot on the emulsion and not knowing whether you've got the shot until you get it processed but you've got that that you've done everything technically right so therefore unless there's a problem with the film you should get it and just like any photography you either get it or you don't um sometimes things happen cameras go wrong batteries go flat uh various other different things can happen so you never know whether you're going to get the shot or not but usually you do well, the light is really starting to die now. The sunset wasn't that terrific. Ironically, I think it's because there's not that many clouds about. So we've gone from one extreme where there's too much cloud about this morning to completely the opposite where there's none. But there is a bit of an orange glow in the water. Uh, it's reasonably impressive. I might take a couple of more shots before I head back and grab a glass of wine so over the next few days uh, I'll just be going out and having a look at one or two different places the last climb that I'm going to do is going to be the Old Manor Stool which I think is probably going to be Thursday and I'm taking the full complement of kit with me there so that should keep me fit and then really Friday will probably be sort of a semi-easy day and then Saturday it's nine hours heading back home and generally I can say that what initially I thought last week was going to be a bit of a washout has turned out to be pretty good I mean even if the the weather forecast for this week is still pretty good I think it's going to be a lot like today was Uh, but even if it isn't it doesn't really matter does it Uh, I've had quite a few good days it hasn't completely rained all day that often I think the first day that I arrived was about the wettest possibly maybe see I can't even remember so probably maybe it didn't but um, yeah it's been good I don't think I've taken as many pictures on my iPhone as I usually do but I'll have to have a look I think I took around about a hundred last year and I'm working on about 60 to 70 this year I think a lot of that was to do with the weather last week and various other different factors but I'll have to say but no it isn't really important but otherwise I think there's some good images hopefully in the bag and still to come well the midges are starting to buzz around me so I will start making my way back to the cottage and I will do uh, one final little podcast from somewhere I might actually try and do one on the store if I can when I get to the top it usually takes me a bit of time to uh, get myself sorted and well usually I'm absolutely shattered because I'm carrying 
a lot of camera gear with me, but once I get the photographs out of the way, and if it's nice and quiet and no one's around, um, I will see whether I can do a, a short little podcast from there on Thursday. But I'll try it and fit another one in as well before I head back. Right, time to go and get that wine. Well, it's a Friday evening before I go home. Yeah, tomorrow it's the nine-hour car trip. Stopping off at various different places just to break the journey up, but it's still a long time on the road. It's Actually, it sounds worse than it really is from what I remember last year. Um, but even so, it's still a long time in a car. And I decided to come out for a little jaunt along the coast, just from where I'm living. I'm taking a look over towards where the sun is setting. To the right of where the sun's going down is the uh, twin peaks of McLeod's Tables, which are fantastic. It's a great, great view here, I must admit. Uh, there's McLeod's Tables, if I was looking out to see McLeod's Tables on the right, just down the coast near Dunvegan. There's uh, the island of, uh, well I've been calling it YI, but it could be YA or uh, WIA or I don't know why, W-I-A-Y. It's an island that was up for sale recently for half a million, someone bought it. It's not actually inhabited, hasn't been inhabited since uh, the late 18th century apparently, but uh, it is a beautiful island and... uh, well worth the half million. I mean, when you think that a decent house in this part of the world is about 250,000 and you're getting a whole island for an extra 250,000, that's not too bad, is it? The uh, tide is coming in at the moment across the black rocks and the sun is beginning to peek out from behind those clouds, although I don't think it's going to be a particularly brilliant sunset. There's too, too much cloud the problem uh, has been, while I've been staying here over the last week or two, is that there's either been too much cloud or there's been not enough. And uh, I think I probably got a decent one the other night. Um, but I don't know what it's going to do tonight. It might it might go interesting in the next half an hour. We'll have to see. But, uh, yes, as I was saying, there's YI, uh, as I call it, the island straight ahead out to sea. And then if I turn round and look back to where I've been uh, walking from, you can see back to uh, the uh, the Ulanish village. And behind them, in the distance on the horizon, is the dark peaks of the Kulins, um, some of which tower over 3,000 feet, so they're, they're pretty tall. There's one area, actually, that I haven't walked too much in. Um, I think I've got to change that uh, on the next visit, you know, have a a good walk around that uh, part of the world, because uh, apparently, you know, the walks through there are fantastic. But yesterday I went to the Old Man of Storm, which was a tough walk, but it was was good. Um, It was interesting because there was a guy flying a kite up there and then uh, there was a, a woman in a wedding dress uh, walking up, and she was uh, with a husband. I assume they were either married or about to get married, but they were um, having their wedding photos taken. Um, there was a photographer up there with a 
medium format digital camera snapping away they look actually quite good shots uh, them on the side of a mountain you know with um, the Scottish mountains in the background and the lock and the sea and yeah it looked great not something that you would expect to see on uh, while walking up to the old man of store but it was very busy I think the, the good weather had brought them out the weather has been very good this week although I can't really complain too much about the last uh, two weeks it's been breezy but that keeps the midges away which is uh, a benefit and the light has been great most of the time I mean even last week it was uh, sunny with showers and uh, yeah it, it produced some uh, it produced some good images I, I don't like to sort of like tempt fate about images it's a bit like when I was shooting film I never used to say never used to say that I had anything until I'd actually got it processed in my hand it was uh, sort of a bit of superstition really but the water is now starting to get a nice bit of light on it so we might be in business in a few minutes wait until it starts doing something really interesting there's been one or two uh, photography groups going around. There was one that I passed at Portree. Um, they'd arrived in a people carrier, carrying their tripods. Bright sunny day and they were carrying tripods. Didn't really need them, but I suppose, you know, it's a bit of support. You can set your camera up properly and everything. I'm probably just being bitter because I forgot mine. But you didn't really, didn't really need it. And... Uh, I had quite a bit of fun down there shooting 35mm. I was. I shot some. Uh, I've shot quite a lot of film actually this trip. Probably equal amounts of film to what I uh, shot digitally. I don't know why. I just think it was um, just something that I wanted to do. I wanted to try and get away from the, the digital side maybe a bit more. Because digital, of course, is, you know, what I work in most. Um, because it's just very easy, but I, I quite like the the slow pace of film. You know, you shoot it and you can't see it instantly. You don't know what you've got, so it's quite good for uh, keeping discipline and things. But I've been shooting stuff on the Bronica and uh, the F80 as well that I bought for a fiver. That looks like it's a decent little camera. Um, fits nicely into the bag that I got for a tenner. So I got a camera. 35mm camera and a uh, camera bag all for 15 quid so it just goes to show that you need to have a look around these bric-a-brac shops and charity shops because you never know what you're going to find the Nikon camera bag is worth about £42 according to the uh, Nikon shop online because I had to look the other night but um, yeah like I say if you have a rummage around especially if you're after a film camera it's amazing what you can pick up I actually got a couple of tripods, but I said that earlier in the podcast, so I won't mention that again. But uh, I always go in there and have a rummage around to see what they've got, because you you never know. They might have a Leica or something for £10. <laughs> a bit of wishful thinking. But uh, Where I'm actually stood is uh, a bit of a, an outcrop uh, into the sea bit of a stony outcrop, rocky outcrop and they've put a fence up I can't exactly work out why but I think it possibly could be to stop sheep and things from going onto the rocks although that doesn't really work out because they haven't fenced all the way along 
Um, it's certainly not to keep people out because, of course, Scotland doesn't have a trespass uh, law. It's a very enlightened country when it comes to its laws. A lot of their laws make sense, unlike in England. Uh, but as you've probably been able to tell from these podcasts, I am a bit of a fan of Scotland. It has, um, it has a lot of good points over its neighbours. There's probably a few down points as well, because most uh, countries but they have you know their own little niggles and problems and things, but uh, Scotland does have one or two things going for it law-wise. Just shifting the bag. I actually weighed it the uh, the other night, and it weighs about two and a half stone. So it's not as heavy as I thought it was. That's uh, the the uh, backpack that I've got, the Tamrac one, um, which I must admit is a very good bag. The other thing that I've been really pleased with was last year I had problems with my camera strap, so I went and replaced them all with Optic ones. And they are absolutely fantastic. Um, I think I got them for about twelve, around twelve pounds each on eBay. And I've actually colour coded them. I've got blue ones for medium format kit, and then I've got uh, black ones for thirty-five mil and you know similar size cameras, you know, like the digital ones. But they are really, really comfy. I mean, I'm carrying my Bronica, which isn't exactly... Uh, this is the SQAI, and it isn't exactly the lightest camera uh, to carry around. But you barely know that you've got it on your shoulder. So if you are looking for a new camera strap, I would recommend you have a look at the Optech ones, because they don't cost that much. And they are really, really comfortable on your shoulder. And they don't slip that much if you're carrying them, you know, with uh, a coat, which I used to find it was terrible with the... Um, with the old ones, but my, my old camera straps I'd had for years, 10, 15, 20 years, I reckon, that, uh, when I was working it out. So gear-wise, it, uh, it worked out nicely. What would I like to try and do for next year if I come up, which hopefully I will do? Well, there's one or two lenses I would like to try and get sorted out. There's uh, a medium-format camera, my Bronica ETA, ETRS I uh, need well the lens isn't working on it, I believe it's the lens, so that needs looking at because I'd like to do some more um, it's a handy little camera because it's, it's, it's kind of small but it's really good quality uh, images, but I, I'm a bit I don't know whether to get a new lens for it or whether to actually change system to my annual one um, yeah, that's a bit of a that's a bit of a tricky one I've been dealing with for about the last 12 months. I can't really work out what I'm going to do with that. It seems a bit of a waste of because I've got different camera backs and things for the Bronica one, and it would be like starting a new system again, which I don't really want to do. I might try and get another lens for it because it's definitely the, the lens uh, that is the problem. And if I can sort that out, if it is a lens, then uh, the camera and the backs and everything will be fine and I'll be up and working again. If it isn't that, I will have bought myself another lens for a camera that isn't working. But I suppose I can always find another body online on eBay or somewhere and replace it like that. The great thing about 
film kit is um, how cheap it is. It's easily replaceable. And a lot of people seem to be enjoying film photography now, which is great, because I, you know, I definitely believe that you should try it out if you've been used to just doing digital. Just have a bash, because it is a lot of fun. And it's not instant, you've got to wait. And I think that's uh, a good thing. It improves your... Uh, Improves your photography by patience and learning the basics. And as my F80 proved, you can pick a film camera up now for next to nothing. So, I will carry on a little bit further along this path. And I will take a few more images and then I will head back and get back just as the sun's setting. And have a drink of beer, I think to celebrate my uh, stay my successful stay on uh, Sky again in 2015 and drink to visiting next year again with maybe a few little additional trips maybe to the Outer Hebrides I'll have to work on that and then I'll do a bit more extra packing and then go to bed and then tomorrow get in the car and drive all the way back home lucky me Anyway, with the sound of the waves hitting the shore of sky, I will say thanks very much for listening and I'll catch you next time.